think I think that your mic and your things make it sound better. So I should keep doing it. Yeah, I think I like that better. I wish that I had one of those um those mics with the arms on them that I could like pull in front of me. I feel like that's like the cool cool thing oh, to have one and you could do like ASMR like yeah I, I feel like that's the, what I want I just keep making this <laughs> <laughs> anyways okay. welcome to your podcast wait <laughs> hey everybody happy Sunday welcome to our very first podcast episode welcome welcome <laughs> <laughs> no that's good that's good well uh, this is a work in progress um as you can see we're taking this very seriously um, yes i'm caitlin i'm maddie and this, and this is, is what's for brunch what's for brunch in this podcast we're going to be talking all things books so what's for brunch whatever book we're reading at the time mm-hmm. and because we are too socially awkward to just make a podcast on our own um we're gonna get through it brunch style with any sort of drinks that we can think of and then mm-hmm. there's like rules that we're gonna have along the way so every what are we gonna do are we gonna do 15 minutes I think we're gonna do 15 minutes <laughs> so we're gonna have 15 minute drink updates that help us mm-hmm. along the way to discuss all the hot takes we have on the books that we're reading. So by the end of the episode, we could be potentially slaughtered. Yeah. yeah, just gone. Yeah, and that'll be the beauty of it. I mean, I feel like sometimes I go to brunch and I'm just tired, or it's like a couple weekends ago when we went out and then we just got more energy and then we ended up at a coffee shop planning the podcast. Yeah. We got, so, we got, yeah. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yes. So what are we drinking today? I am drinking Prosecco because it's brunch. So the brunch. brunch is also Prosecco. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm drinking it in this cute flower glass. I'm not quite drinking Prosecco. I'm going hard on my wine this morning. I've got my Chardonnay. And when I finish my Chardonnay, because I guarantee I will, I have a cranberry wine to try mm. after. Cranberry's kind of breakfasty, right? Like a yeah. breakfast thing. I th- I think so. I think so too. And then I'm already halfway through this glass of wine, but should I start a timer? Yeah. Okay, we're gonna start a 15 minute timer, and not only do we have to finish our drinks okay. within that time. Mm-hmm. So like if it's like 14 minutes and the timer's about to go off, like we need to chug the rest of our drinks um, and get ready for the next one. You have to chug the- and we're going to have guests on here. So be prepared guests because probably the people listening right now are eventually going to be our guests. <laughs> <laughs> be prepared that you will be required to mm-hmm. drink as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and be so- just just as wasted as we are by the end of it. Right. Because how else will you get honest discussion? Yeah. So cheers. Cheers. Okay, I'm starting the timer oh. for the first 15 minutes. Oh. Should we talk a little bit about what we're reading right now? Yeah, that sounds good. I sort of jumped super late on this I feel like book girlies are kind of taking over the world right now but you were at the beginning of that I think book talk okay so it's like book talk and book girlies right 
mm-hmm. and book talk really like made I feel like it's just like a recycled amount of books popular so like what Akatar, The yeah. Silent Patient, Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo yes all that stuff like made it super popular yes but I feel like we read a lot of this st- like a lot of other stuff like Colleen Hoover everybody's obsessed with Colleen Hoover like I read her back like my freshman year of college so it's yeah. like it's coming full circle it feels yeah, good <laughs> I think so too and I think you really started out like we're gonna talk about some books today that I feel like I kind of jumped on the bandwagon a little bit too late and so then like people like you who had already read everything were like just laughing at me along the way <laughs> like my reactions to everything um, which is kind of funny but now we both are like really getting into just like reading. And I know that for the longest time when I started, I started out with um, those books. I have one over here. Um, they all look the same. They're just these <gasps> books, like, I call them rom-com books and yes. they all look like this, but just like a variation and a different like color. And yes. I just started reading them because I know if you're listening to this on something else that you can't see what we're talking about, um, but they literally all look the same and have similar plots. <laughs> like look like no hold that up again look at the little animated people with like no faces <laughs> like, it's exactly the same exactly the same but I read them and I these are books you can pump out in like a day or two and they're yes. so easy to read they're such a like confidence booster so I was like stuck on a train of not reading anything serious and just reading this for the longest time mm-hmm. they're also like you know when we would watch a scary movie and it would be really serious and it'd be over with and we had to watch like high school musical afterwards yes like that's what I use those books for now yeah like you read a deep book and you're like oh my god so then you just need to read a rom-com they're a palate cleanser for the there you go (laughs) the shit that we're reading right now um what I'm reading right now and you've already read this so you can't say anything spoiler wise Mm. but I'm reading The Silent Patient by Alex I don't know how to say his last name. I'm pretty sure it's like Greek. Like I legit think he's like from Greece. Michaelides? Michaelides? Yeah. But it's really good, but I'm not going to get super into how I feel about it right now because it has some interesting theoretical perspectives used Mm -hmm. in it that I disagree with. But the plot of the actual story is really good. It's about a girl, his patient, the patient of this psychologist who is silent um, and she won't speak can't speak um, and she's also been convicted of like shooting her husband five times in the head um, so it's like a really 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 good story if you like anything true crime which I do I am obsessed with true crime I can't get enough of it um, so that's what I'm reading right now. My prediction is that the brother-in-law actually did it because he got all of the um, inheritance from the will. So I think it was him, but that's what I'm reading right now. What are you reading? Um, I'm reading a book called, well, I haven't actually started reading it yet because I just, I just whipped out like three or four books last week. So I'll go through those like super quick. I read Cersei, love um I read if he had been with me eh, it was okay and then I read Georgie all along and um so now I'm gonna start 
this one is called a marvelous light i'm obsessed with the cover of it anything pretty stands out to me on the shelves i'm gonna buy it judge those books by those covers i am judging these books by their covers um it's apparently supposed to be a historical fantasy um and i haven't read a fantasy in a minute i think the last time i read a fantasy was i don't think it was akotar i think it was the cruel prince series but like i want to kind of get back into fantasy so that's what i'm gonna do with this one but we'll see how it is i'll have an update next time perfect so what are we discussing (laughs) we have to we have no other choice you have to start out with these yeah a court of thorns and roses we have no other choice um they're gigantic they're gigantic we have a lot to say about them you haven't read them in a while right no so this is going to be like a a review for me also at the same time yeah but we made some notes along the way I feel like we have a lot of um negative things to say but I also think that um the negative things are easier to remember like all the good stuff just kind of like gets swept under the rug makes you feel good at the time yeah and then you're like okay let's move on to the terrible things that are happening (laughs) right so we have a bunch of like (laughs) bad things to say that we'll talk about or things that like rub us the wrong way but um all in all I mean we read the books really fast we clearly liked them I enjoyed them Mm -hmm. it was yeah I mean I didn't know that this one existed for the longest time the smallest one but all the rest of them I got them done in like two or three days, I think. All of them? No, each book. Oh. There's no way. I was like, that's an that's actually no way. Yes, thank you. I got them all done in two or three days. I got into them super late. I knew that you had read them, but I was like, I'm like one of those um super annoying people that when something is popular I'm like ew I'm not gonna read it and then I go back and I'm like oh yeah that's why this was popular (laughs) yeah Yeah. because it's actually really good so I was like oh they're popular I'm not gonna read them um so I jumped (laughs) on the bandwagon super late and then Maddie was laughing at me as I'm having my crisis in book two about everything that's going on there um but you literally just had to read the next page (laughs) Wasn't no, that the one? no, I just mean like in general. So I guess. Oh, morning. okay. Yes. So the, there's going to be major spoilers in this podcast, right? Yeah. Like we're just going to freely talk about all of it. Yeah. We're not holding back at all. So if you actually want to read these, um, then five, four, three, two, one, you're about to be hey. <laughs> leaving or something. Yes. Um, so. <laughs> So you have some things that you really liked written down. Um, yeah. Um, well, basically, should we give them like an overview of what the series like actually is? It's fairy porn. It's fairy porn. It's, it's fairy porn. But if you're going into it to read fairy porn, be prepared. You're going to be, I was let down. Yes, because people describe it as fairy porn, right? But like yes. there's maybe five sex scenes in the whole entire fucking series. <laughs> And they're all in like two of the books. Yeah. My least favorite one is in this book. <laughs> we'll talk about that for sure. There's some. I didn't like, even write that one down. We have to talk about that. I guess mm-hmm. we could go through the books. But yeah, if 
you want to know anything about them, it's a fantasy series about fairies. And we're not talking like Tinkerbell type of fairies. We're talking about large six to seven foot, I think, like dudes. Mm-hmm. Egotistical, with- murderous. And they have pointy ears. They have pointy ears. And they live in this world with humans and everybody oh, hates gorgeous. There's yeah. lots of war. War. <laughs> lots of war and death. <laughs> and um, death and bleeding and and powers. So mm-hmm. if you like that kind of stuff mixed in with like romance stories, um, then you'll like these. And they are really good. There's a lot of world building in it. Some things mm-hmm. I think are so much it takes away, but there's a lot of world building. Um, SJM, Sarah, she does Sarah a great, day. Yes. She does a great job with that. Yeah. Like, who's your favorite character? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I don't know how to say his name. I'm just going to put it out there right now. I call him daddy. Okay. I looked it up before now and it's called he lion. No, it's not. Everybody says it's he, he lion. Hellion. I called him Hellion throughout Hellion. the whole entire book. Right. He's my all-time favorite character in this whole series. What about you? Do you ever read a book? Sorry, do you ever read a book and you don't know how to pronounce the name? So you just like read through it and you're like, blah 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 went to blah 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 blah. Like, <laughs> you, just, like you just make a noise for whatever. Like and all that Greek shit. Yeah. It's just like a jumble of letters that I don't know how to say no it's Hellion I'll call him Hellion because that's how I know him um I also pronounced Reese's name wrong the whole entire book I didn't know I, if I accidentally call him Riz or Rizan that's why because that's who he is to me <laughs> but I don't think I, it was real to me but I don't think I pronounced anybody else's name wrong I was really confused for the longest time um, about Feyre's name. It took me a long time to get hers. Well, if you like in the beginning, somebody says her name and she's like, they didn't say it the wrong way. They said it in the way it's supposed to be said. And then she was so smart. She put it in like the parentheses and she went Feyre. <laughs> and I was like, good. Because I was calling this girl like Fairy or Fira or something like that. Yeah, I was like, first off, this is way too close to the word fairy. Yeah. It was, it was, it was hard. The names of this were really hard, but the characters were good. They were good for the most part. And I liked, um, I stumbled upon this girl. I think her name's on TikTok. Her name is like Emily's Theories. And mm-hmm. she does a lot of research. She has a lot of um, receipts to back up the theories that she has. So she does a lot of the research. And so I like to listen to her. And one of the things that she found was that SJM, um, based these books, or at least the first one specifically on Beauty and the Beast. Like she got a lot of inspiration from Beauty and the Beast. That makes so much sense. There's so many parallels to it. Just the, like the imagery of like the spring and the roses, like everything Mm -hmm. about it is, and Tamlin is this giant the beast. beast. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's exactly okay, I didn't even like I didn't I didn't know that. So that like makes so much sense to me. Yes. And so I, I started like thinking about that and I was like, literally so many things are like beauty and the beastish. Like 
even with her family and like having to like escape and then um like with her father it all just was mm -hmm. very beauty and the beast like and I thought that was mm -hmm. kind of funny um so I really liked her opinion and I really like kind of the inspiration to the stories that she wrote um so that this was her what she wrote um throne of glass first right that series mm -hmm. and then it was this one and then I think she has the crescent city one now so she really oh, you probably know more than I do. I have not read any of the other ones yet. I After I read these, I was kind of like, okay, I'm going to take a break and not read a giant series like that for a while. Yeah, because Throne of Glass is like, like, what, six, seven books. And I'm like, I'm not allowed to buy any more books because I still have to read like literally every single one of these. <laughs> Your books. And that's not even all the books that you have in the background. No, these yeah. are just my two be read ones. Yeah. And then my other ones are in a, in a box. I'm trying not to spend that much money on books, but I'm getting really bad. You're a bad influence for sure. I love having them and I don't want anybody else to have them. <laughs> we have um warning. We have about a minute left to finish our drink. Mm -hmm. I say we just get into the dirt of it. Okay. Um, so great. Yeah, I don't, I feel like we shouldn't have them expect this to be like super in order because these are just like our thoughts over the entire series so like we'll jump back and forth over like what's happened but yeah we're probably gonna start with like the good things that we thought about it right well yeah I have more bad things but that's just because I have bad things also I have like <laughs> some like bones to pick about. I love to talk shit and there's so much shit I could talk about that these books <laughs> yeah and the people in them my my one of my favorite tiktoks that i watched um when i'm getting all this from tiktok uh when we first or when i first started reading um and it was this tiktok of this girl and she was like i knew that tamlin wasn't gonna be the main love interest when he was described as blonde <laughs> and i thought that was so funny and so true and i'm it's so true because hair. girls are obsessed with like the dark wavy haired tan men who are six foot four yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. and I just want to say a formal apology to all the blonde guys out there you hate he was hot he was hot he just wasn't it yeah he just was not it just wasn't it he wasn't it I I kind of want to in so many that. ways okay uh, that kind of makes me want to talk about him oh crap it's time. I only Should have a tiny bit left. I'm doing good. I'm not doing good. I'm done. We need Class a number one is done. <sighs> I'm okay. I'm starting the next timer. I have this a cool wine glass that like tells you where to stop. You can't see it, but it tells you where to stop. So I know exactly where my. This is stressing. Okay, well, I finished the bottle, but. Dang, that was early. I gotta say, this is killing me because I accidentally got absolutely wasted last night. Accidentally. Victor, Victor and I went to um, a winery, a local winery here, to just pick up a bottle of this chocolate wine that we found online. Uh, hold on, let me take another swig. Okay, so, and we were like, okay, but what if we hate it? Like, we need to try it first. They'll probably let us try it. So we go in there, we go up to the counter, like we really just like are here to buy a bottle. 
And they're like, oh, yeah, you got to do a tasting. They're like $10. We're like, you okay, $10. <laughs> How can you pass up a wine tasting for $10? And little did we know that a $10 wine tasting got you eight different wines that you could try. And they were supposed to be one ounce like pours they were not they were more like two ounce <laughs> pours so if you think about it I probably drank in like an hour or less maybe I probably drank like 16 like a a water bottle full of wine there and I we had, to sit, we had to sit in a car we couldn't even drive back <laughs> I'd be wasted by the end of that we, are, over. we don't hold our alcohol well yeah um the slightest drop will raise our blood pressure and we will get red. So, <laughs> so we get red, we get sloppy. We get sloppy. We, that's, that's what you need to know. That's what you get from this. So, <laughs> okay. I have, I want to say major mm-hmm. spoiler, spoiler warning that one of the biggest complaints I have about a lot of books, not just this one is the ending and Feyre becoming pregnant. That okay. is such a plot line. What, Twilight, Fifty Shades, um, almost any like popular, even like the old stuff that we used to read, anything popular, it ends. The happy ending is the main female character getting pregnant. Mm-hmm. And I'm like all for that if you want that. But I also feel like it should be acknowledged that that's not a happy ending for every single person in the world. Like that a lot of people don't see that as a happy ending, but that is like every every writer's storyline for like the last book. Oh, we're just going to make them pregnant. And it also shouldn't be like you build up this really strong female character and she's supposed to be doing like all of these things. And like, she, like Feyre specifically has every single power of every single like high lord in what's it prithian yeah every single power you don't you don't get to see her use those to her full advantage before they make her a mother because now you know that they're going to focus on her being a mother instead of how powerful she could have been and to me that was such a disservice to her and I think that's going to be if there is another book that comes out which there's supposed to be Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be like, that's going to be it for her. I know most of people believe that it's going to be focused on different characters, like Elaine or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that makes sense. But like, that's Feyre, who was the main character for what? Literally all of them. 80% for, of the story? Yeah, the last one. And the last one is still, like, she's still in a good chunk of the last one. Yeah. But like, why, he, why, why build... I build her up this much and why give her that much if all you're going to do is make her mother and make her that her main personality trait yeah and don't take don't take me the wrong way being a mother is one of the most empowering like strongest things that you can do I just feel like it's overused like come up with a different ending like you build these characters up and this is not the only girl character in this series who this happens to but Feyre has the mind powers of Reese is supposed to be like the most powerful person in the world don't get me wrong I love Reese book two is my favorite and I will not apologize for that um I love him that's a hot take but like she has his power plus everyone else's she should be stronger than him 
that's what I okay and like coming off of that okay so we're gonna talk about the bad things let me go to my bad things (laughs) first we're not gonna talk about the good things because my huge thing with these books is that you have like she describes these women as these strong powerful people who could rule the world literally burn the world to the ground right Mm -hmm. yes but yet Reese is the only one we ever see do anything like with that kind of power yeah he's the only one that ever does anything using any sort of like common sense or like power that he has he's always there to save the day but like yeah and everybody else is like yes and everybody else is just like they don't know how to use their power which makes sense because they haven't had it as long as he has had his Mm -hmm. but like you don't you don't ever like have them practice or you don't ever have them go into these situations where they can like use them because you literally like built Amran up to be this like like she stopped she saved the war like if without her they wouldn't have won the war right yeah but but, like that's like a page of the book yeah that you just you just threw her in there made her into this giant powerful thing and then stripped her of all her powers right and then you have Nesta who's supposed to be this almighty like she stole from the cauldron the most powerful thing and powerful thing in the entire like universe what you don't get to see it she do what does she do all she does is climb out of a body her? of water. Yeah, climbs out of a body of water, like raises the dead, I guess. But like, she just stands there. And then she hands all that power over so that favor can have her baby and survive, yeah. which is very selfless. And I think it's a good part of the book and it's a good redemption thing for Nesta. Yeah. But then also I'm like, you just build up these two like strong female characters to be the most powerful like beings ever. Mm-hmm. And then you just strip them of their power before they could do anything with them. Right. And I'm like, but but Reese gets to keep his powers even though he dies. <laughs> Sorry, spoiler. <laughs> even though he dies. And then he gets to just life. keep ruling. He still has all of them. And then Feyre has all of her powers, but never does shit with them. Right. Yeah, side story. I'm reading that. What's that book three? Because um, that's like towards the end of, that's like at the very end in book three when Reese dies. Yes, yeah. So two side stories. Um, my boyfriend, one of his like very, very closest friends name is Reese. So Victor, my boyfriend is at the gym. He's got his AirPods in and I'm texting him. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> Reese is dead. And it reads it out loud in his ear. I've never felt <laughs> so bad. He was like, he was like, dude, you got to like not text that to me. That was really scary. Can't do that. <laughs> so I was like oh my god I'm so sorry I'm so sorry I'm panicking this is a fictional character (laughs) it was like over the the holidays too so I'm like reading like short bits out of a at a time and then so I'm like frantically texting you and I'm Mm -hmm. like oh my god like they just killed Reese are you freaking kidding me like this is not fair like oh my god and I set the book down and I finished that chapter I was like I'll just yeah and at that point I'm like I don't know what to do because she just literally has to flip the page yeah for those of you who don't know he comes back to life literally 20 lines later on the very next page like she's she's gonna get to it she's gonna get and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and she's not texting me back and I'm like did she like did she stop 
<laughs> but I did. I did stop and then it was it was very underwhelming I was like okay I was not expecting that to happen it would have been a better story if some sort of plot was how they had to bring Reese back or something oh yeah it's like you bring Feyre back good like that was great I yeah. fucking loved the first book mm-hmm. I loved how they made Feyre in the first book she was smart she made her own decision she was human she didn't need to use any of those powers but she's still fucking sorry I can I cuss this now yeah, we can cuss on here okay, We're okay. but like she Am- Amarantha is that how you say it that's why I said it okay Amarantha like outsmarts this this lady and then that's also a bad thing I want, kind of want to talk about. But, like, she's so smart. And then they bring her back and they give her all these powers, which makes sense. It sets it up for the rest of the, the storyline, right? And then you just copycat it and do the exact same thing to Reese. And then it's, like, that was kind of a letdown. Yeah. I it would have been more exciting if he died. <laughs> I think the, the biggest complaint that I have is that we're, there were so many buildups that didn't end the way that I wanted them to. Um, and that was one of them. A lot of the recent favorite things I was kind of like let down with. And then, you know what, another big thing, and this is us jumping around again. Um, mm-hmm. But in the, um, oh God, what's it called? When Nesta, they all three of them go into the, oh. It's Kalanmai. It's not Kalanmai. No, I keep thinking that Kalamai is the thing in the spring court where they all come and move It's like such a bizarre like side thing that they like barely touched on. Ooh, let me look it up because I had to look it up the first time because I remember when I texted you about it. Well, it's not like a blood rite or something, is it? Yeah, but they call it a certain thing. It's when the three three of them are going up and they're trying to climb up the top of that mountain. They've already gone all the way up there. And then all of a sudden... Oh, the biggest letdown in my life. Because Nesta's leading the way. She's leading the charge. She's killing these people. She's like, okay, you guys go without me. Like, I'll sacrifice myself. And then, like... Guess who comes in? Have waited at the top for her. Yeah, but then also, guess who comes in? To A save man. her. A man. A man. And guess A what? Man. He doesn't even do it. And all of a sudden, he's, like, possessed by this ugly-ass lady witch. Yeah. And he's not even possessed the full way by her because he's going to turn around and stab himself, sacrifice himself for her. I'm like, no, give me action. Give me Nesta kicking some ass. Like, she's trained all this time for this, and you're going to have Cassian come in and save her life. Let down. What's the point of that? Uh, nothing but he and he even he didn't but (laughs) I just can't get over the fact of like how the girls could have just waited at the top until she (laughs) was done fighting everybody and then she could have ran back up there and they all could have touched at the same time I mean this girl without any extra powers carried that woman up to the top (laughs) Emery carried Gwen all the way to the top of this mountain they made it sound like it was a piece of cake to get to the top of that mountain (laughs) honestly like they built it into this big thing that like as and Cassian and Reese like made it to the top and they're the only warriors in the entire world ever made it they almost died like it was exhausting they're the best warriors in the world Emery and Gwen really Gwen a fucking priestess (laughs) like (laughs) I know, like, clearly we're all for, like, girl power, but, like, come on. 
Yeah. They wouldn't and have I, got up there that easily. But that, that's and, what I'm saying is that should have been such a bigger part of the book. Mm-hmm. But instead, we spent so much time talking about Cassian. Mm-hmm. And, and building. And, and all this stuff just kept building and building and building. And then it was like, because they built this queen up to be like this evil mastermind. Mm-hmm. She was stupid. Yeah. She didn't make any of the right decisions. She made them fly around the, her little castle for how long? Mm-hmm. And then that's what you like. That's what you do with it. Yeah. It was yeah. like every every girl character was given the power and the the brains and the smarts mm-hmm. to like make these decisions. And then in the end, it was a guy. It was a guy character who either came in and saved the day, came mm-hmm. in and got the job done or solve the problem and I think that should lead us into our discussion about more yeah because she's supposed to be like what is she second to Therese no Amron is Amron second and then it's more yeah she's like the the messenger or whatever or like she does like the negotiations or whatever but she's just a disappointing character to me all around because she's supposed to be like this like woman who escaped Mm-hmm. and like she built her up in the very beginning and I loved her in the beginning but by the end of it I'm just like I'm disappointed because she's supposed to be like this true speaker and people are supposed to fear her and she fought in like the the first war I don't remember what mm-hmm. that was she's a called, warrior. She, she yes she was she's with a warrior the Valkyrie she fought alongside she fought the with the Valkyrie and you like build her up and she's this true speaker you don't actually t- ever tell us what her actual power is mm-hmm. like you don't describe it she never uses it and when she does use it does she ever use it I don't think she's ever used anything I think the only things that they talked about with her and this is one of my biggest complaints is they talk about her her sob story which is really a tragedy and it's like mm-hmm. a really good story and a really good plot mm-hmm. point and then yes. they talk about her being is she bisexual or is she gay I think she's okay. Well, I think she's about, gay. Oh, finish. I didn't even starting over. I'm doing better with it now. Basically, they reduce her to her plot line to only talk about her sexual identity, and that is her main character growth. It makes no sense to me too, because like, what, why is, why is that the thing we're focusing on? Is it because Australian thinks that we need to have a like LGBTQ character in there Mm -hmm. or is it because she's actually, I don't know. Like, it just seems all very like pushed in. Like she didn't originally have that idea to make more like that because you build all this stuff up with Asriel but then she takes, she, she, I don't know what the hell she's doing with Azrael and who Azrael loves. I don't know. Honestly, at this point, I hope it's not Gwen because I love Gwen and she deserves 10 times better. I know. It's like, do but, we care? Like, I don't care about him. I do not give a shit about this man. So right? many girls care about him. He is built up to be the hottest, the most attractive man in this whole thing. And why? Why, Maddie? Why? Why? Because he doesn't speak. We 
she describes this man as like you said in the beginning we never fall in love with a blonde man right Mm -hmm. it's never going to be the main character he short dark hair wavy messy Ooh, he just looks like of what every girl must want yes tall tan built whatever says maybe five words in the whole entire (laughs) thing if okay i don't know if any of you have read the extra chapter either but either he doesn't have any experience with women or like because you read the extra chapter right yes yes i did takes a necklace was it supposed to be for elaine no it 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 was supposed to be for elaine and he gave it to gwen and he gave it to gwen right second second hand yeah ick hand me downs or was it elaine's necklace it was elaine's necklace no it was her christmas present right or not maybe her christmas present but i didn't read the first part because i didn't want to read anything that has to do with elaine i'm sorry (laughs) least favorite character least favorite character me too but thank you (laughs) but she's like and then he goes and gives it to gwen and I'm like, this girl has gone through 10 times more shit than Elaine has. Elaine has her trauma. She went to the cauldron. I don't know what that's like. Like That's, <laughs> that's got to be rough, It was right? probably traumatic for her. But Gwen also went through traumatic things. And she deserves so much better than that. And she is trying to, mm-hmm. like, build herself up to defend herself and become an actual like person who can do yes. things on her own and elaine just sits there and bakes her fucking cakes and gardens Love her you, little you know. flowers and then everybody's like oh elaine we can't blame elaine for anything because you know she's a sweet innocent person but let's put all the blame on nesta because nesta's for some reason the only one who should have done anything about it yeah and i wonder i wonder if we're meant to feel that way about elaine I wonder if that's going to be something that comes up in the next book is some sort of, there's so many redemption arcs. I can't get enough of the redemption arcs. That is one of my yeah. favorite things is that yes. every time you think a character is going to be like someone you have to hate, like something happens and then it's like, oh, mm-hmm. wait, like, do we want to keep going with this character? Cause I do like, okay. Side topic, Eris. Um, <laughs> I like him. I, I love this man. Good yes okay so he's done shit right he's done he's done terrible things but he hasn't he hasn't though he he didn't like he's like tamlin also yeah he's done these like bad things and along with that tamlin thing like i don't hate tamlin no i know what he did was awful but like he was also going through his own trauma at the same time Mm -hmm. and i just don't think they were like right for each other which obviously they weren't because they weren't like mates or whatever but like but like back to like Aeris like he's he's done things but then also who hasn't right who hasn't and I so I wonder if like Aeris is gonna get a redemption arc because the whole Nesta and him dancing and him being like a, a good dancer and like he talks about how he actually tried to make things like slightly better for more when all of that mm-hmm. was happening. Like he was kind of like Tamlin, where it was like he was involved in the bad things that were happening and he witnessed them and he partook in them and he helped them, but he wasn't like mentally like the leader of that so I think that he'll potentially get something moving forward and I wonder if Elaine will get more moving forward yeah. and along with that 
like these like you said these people partook in this stuff and sometimes they led this stuff and they watched it happen and didn't do anything about it why are we so like blaming of these other two men when reese did the exact same thing when he was under the mountain he did it to survive i get that and i will never hate him for that like i don't hate him he's just not my favorite character like he he did bad things and we want to overlook that because of what he's done now but we only we get to see what how reese has like redeemed himself through pharaoh's eyes because we see reese from pharaoh's point of view for the like majority of the books and then you finally get his point of view right right so like you get to learn more about him and learn how he is a good person so we want to sit here and be like Reese is like the best character in the book which like some people do think he is and I understand that Mm -hmm. but then also like you want to put all this blame on Tamlin and you want to put all this blame on Eris and it's like you don't get to see him through like somebody who loves him's point of view and you don't get to see him through his own point of view so you have no idea yes so that's a great take so for people who haven't read the books um Reese does his fair share of like bad things Mm -hmm. but he's also the main character Feyre's love interest throughout so he does a lot of bad things and people will argue now that he's actually worse than some of these other characters because of the things that he did to survive and to keep other people going so like in the first book, they go under the mountain where this evil lady has taken a hold of everybody and Feyre has to fight her way out through these different trials that she has to experience. And she basically gets the shit beat out of her repeatedly and repeatedly. And Reese comes in and he drugs her and he kind of like sexually harasses sexually harasses her and we romanticize it the same way we romanticized edward from twilight when he came in bella's room and stood above her bed and like watch it we romanticized (laughs) it because that's the main love interest in the story so like what you're saying is absolutely true because for these other characters we don't get to see their perspective and we don't get to see the perspective from somebody who loves them like we get to see through Reese so we've come full circle for Reese we like him now he's that we know he's a good character but Tamlin he did all these bad things he sat there and watched her get beat up he did nothing he tried to control her he's very controlling he's very possessive he's a beast but we don't get to see him the way that somebody who loves him would get to see him and we kind of got a glimpse of that in the first book because Feyre did like him so we know that he's got kind of this soft side but with Eris there was a lot of things that happened with him and more and more was you know betrothed and she didn't want to be and they you know they captured her and all these things and he did all these like crazy bad things but then as you learn tidbits of information you realize that he was just sort of involved in it um Mm -hmm. for anyone who doesn't know the way they treat women um in Prithian is not great uh and (laughs) the Archeron sisters the main characters I can see my face getting red sorry I can see my face I'm very washed out but like I'm feeling it man (laughs) three glasses in three glasses in and we're getting to the hot takes but um what was I saying I don't know the Archeron sisters are Mm -hmm mainly responsible for the feminism in this world (laughs) 
<laughs> they're responsible for making a better world for women. And so I think that's really cool in it. But we don't get to see, like you said, we don't get to see the good parts of these bad men. And I don't think we'll ever get to because I don't think if there's only one more book, say the, the, there's only one more. Um, I don't think we're ever going to get to see that. But I don't think that people like Tamlin or people like Eris, I don't think that they're as bad as they're made out to be. Mm-mm. and yeah I just when you start to read the books too it's always interesting to me because Tamlin everybody loves Tamlin in the beginning everybody's mm-hmm. like oh this is who we want Feyre to end up with so there's mm-hmm. obviously redeeming qualities about Tamlin yeah he literally took this girl out of her home which I understand but he had have just killed her yeah he took this girl out of her home what he did under the mountain was sketch as hell. He could have got tried to get her out, tried to do all this stuff. I get why people don't like him. I get he did terrible things. Yes. Like, I'm not saying that we should love Tamlin, but then I'm I'm just trying to understand everybody's side of the story. Yeah. Like, I don't I know. Think, I think that's important. And I feel like we can understand them. Except for Elaine. Yeah, except for Elaine. <laughs> I can't get over Lane, but going back to this girl that I found on TikTok, Emily's mm-hmm. theory. So mm. apparently she found from SJM, the author, that she said that when she, in the first book, one of the things that Feyre really likes to do, she's really good at painting. Um, <laughs> side note, my favorite meme about <laughs> is that she's actually not good at painting. She just really likes it. So she can't. And then everybody's like, oh, Feyre. <laughs> <laughs> she's actually just like stick figures or something like she's actually just really shit at it oh, oh wait and then the eyes you know how she draws the eyes yeah above the doorway and yeah. was it the second book oh my god I saw this like meme and it's like these like cartoon eyes that she had drawn <laughs> over the doorway and it's like everybody being like ah yeah like great you did so good like she actually just sucks but everyone yeah. feels bad for her I guess we'll never know she at least enjoys painting and so when they were really poor and they could only afford like three colors she painted these different images on a dresser right the yeah yeah bedroom. Mm-hmm. And she painted Feyre's, or she painted her own, Feyre did. And hers was like stars. And that represents her in the future being with Reese and going to the night court. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she painted Nesta's as flames. But they were red and orange. They were actual flame colors. They were red. They were flames. And, and what then, did they do with that? Well, I'll tell you in a sec. Oh, okay. So, okay. <laughs> um, and then Elaine's was these flowers she loves to garden. It's all springy flowers, right? So each one kind of almost foreshadows which court, which Perinthian court they're going to be in in the future. Um, so this Emily's Theories girl who has the receipts, so I'm just going to trust her. She said that SJM actually kind of made a mistake or she ended up changing what she originally had planned. So apparently it wasn't originally planned for Nesta to end up with Cassian, which is why people may think that Nesta was supposed to end up with Eris, flames, autumn court, fire. Um, But then people also say like flames and the silver flames that were in her eyes. So there is a connection there. But um, she said that Nesta's 
story, her character arc actually ended up different than what she had when she wrote the first book and Feyre painted those. But there was supposed to be some correlation between the dresser, the paintings on the dresser for each girl, and then which um, person that they ended up with. And if you're going based on that, then it only makes sense that Elaine will end up with Tamlin, who is in the spring court, who is the leader of the spring court. It only makes sense. It is her happy place. Um, I think Nesta, when she's going to meet up with, or her and Cassian are going to meet up with Eris um, to like talk things out and they're meeting in the spring court. She's walking through the spring court and, ne and Cassian's over there and he's like sneezing and like he hates the spring court. But she's, the only thing she can think about is how much Elaine would love it. Mm -hmm. um, and if we're going to entertain the idea of Asriel and... Elaine, I think we should entertain the idea that she'd probably be happier with Tamlin. Yes. I, and I love that too, because she doesn't write Elaine in a way that a lot of people love Elaine, right? Mm -hmm. And I get that a lot of people hated Nesta too, because Nesta was a bitch. But <laughs> Nesta, Nesta's I really like Nesta. a lovable Nesta. bitch. Nesta has mental, mental health issues. Nesta, <laughs> <laughs> Nesta has gone so through Elaine. it <laughs> Elaine does too but like doesn't it make sense that she made us like not love Tamlin and she made us not love Elaine there's mm -hmm. people who want Elaine to end up with Asriel which uh oof. I don't get it okay so Asriel like stares at Gwen sometimes in the last book right yeah but like also the only reason people have anything to say about Asriel and Gwen too is because um the, the extra chapter and not everybody's read that extra chapter and she took it out yeah like, she didn't put it in the book Why? so like I do feel like I want them together but I also want her to do more with Azrael's character mm -hmm. and like have him become just like a tad bit like smarter and I don't know I, I don't know <laughs> I think Azrael's really smart I think he's smart I think he's not book smart because you're not really book smart there but you're smart in what you do you know yeah he was like he's smart with class. what he like he's great at what he does he knows everything about what he does but he does not know about women whatsoever so Lynn, let's just like, say that, that what he does by the way is torture mm -hmm. he's a spy yes. who gathers great information and tortures it out of people and that's his specialty is inflicting pain on other people and he is a majority of the girls' favorite men in mm -hmm. the whole thing. Um, Can that bring me to another topic? Yeah. So uh, he's part of the inner circle, right? They call themselves the inner circle. Yes, the main characters. And I feel like a lot of the opinions I have are based off of the last book because I feel like that's the most like predictions I can make off right. of. I don't know. But I didn't like, fill my glass. Oh! <gasps> I did. This is the last 15 minutes. We're going to try and make it the last 15 minutes because people probably don't want to listen to us talk for long. <laughs> That's true. Um, anyway, he's part of the inner circle, right? Right. How do you, first of all, how do you feel about the inner circle? <laughs> I thought it was cliche. I yes. thought it was, <laughs> I say all this, I have all this, I just want to like say, that I have all these complaints about it, but I read the shit out of these books. And yes. 
and they, they were so good. good. They mm-hmm. made me feel really good. I really enjoyed reading them. Um, they're popular for a reason. And yes. if you think you're one of those people who can't read it because it's weird as fairy porn or something like, trust me, just give it a shot. Like <laughs> one of our biggest things that like you and I really preach is um, we don't judge people based on the books that we read. Yes. We like, smut. do we you know how many mythology. people, yes. Do you know how many people read this stuff, but they're afraid to say they read this stuff because yeah. like nobody's afraid to say they read Akatar because it's been so popular. Right. Like other like fantasy stuff or like fairy stuff or like magical forest stuff. Like, Those people who read um romance novels with sexy cowboys on the front, like you do you, you fucking read that shit. I don't care what you're reading. Read no. it. It's awesome. Read uh, it. No and if that's me. what you like, like do it why are we judging people based off of what they read like are we only smart if or like and serious like readers if we only read like what biographies biography victor victor loves biographies um and he's gonna be a genius one day so he already is a genius but he's also very like i'm gonna read whatever i want to read so yeah and he likes the biographies nothing wrong with the people who love the biographies right I know but like <laughs> the first thing that came to my head but like read what you want don't be embarrassed about what you exactly. like to read so that's why I say like I very much enjoyed they weren't fairy porn um I told everyone yeah it's my fairy porn that I'm reading they weren't fairy porn but they were still very good and I am so unashamed of how much that I loved it and how much I fell into the I love Reese Reese is my favorite um because I am basic bitch and I love Reese and (laughs) he still drugged Feyre under the mountain and touched her when she probably didn't want to be touched and here I am still picking him as my favorite character anyway so like um I still love these books they're still really good um the inner circle though (laughs) I thought it was kind of cliche I kind of thought it was like not boring but predictable yes for the three girls to end up with the three guys and I'm ready for a change I think so the inner circle was a good plot point but it was predictable so I'm glad you feel that way so who is the inner circle for people who don't know the inner circle is made up of the three Archeron sisters Feyre um Nesta but are they the inner circle right now though I count them as the inner circle okay so like the OG inner circle though yeah would have been Reese Cassian Asriel Moore and Amran. yes then you had Feyre join because why wouldn't she we haven't even touched on the subject of mates yet which I feel like we should do next yes yes um I feel like we have like way too much to say about Akatar, but really, I mean, it's a, it's a big series. I feel like we're going to have to do that. This is be- slowly becoming a two-part episode. Mm-hmm. I feel like, mm-hmm. so be prepared. Our next episode might also be about Akatar because there's just so much of it. And I feel like for people who haven't read the story and are just listening that we almost have to like, kind of like explain things along the way. So I feel like maybe this should be like a two-part episode. Sorry. I'm like, yeah. Up. No, that's fine. No, I agree. 
Okay, so that seemed like a good stopping point for the end of our first ACOTAR discussion. In the meantime, let us know what you thought of our first episode and any book recommendations you have for us. Check out the next episode of What's for Brunch to hear everything else we have to say about ACOTAR and what is yet to come. Bye!